Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts, information for and about veterans. On this podcast, host Bill Hodges has as his guest Vincent Jim Triola, National Commander of the American Legion. January and February are military organization months on Veterans Corner Radio. This is another chance to hear from the leaders of some of our veterans organizations. This week, we hear from Vincent Jim Triola, National Commander of the American Legion. Commander Triola will share with us the legislative activities of the American Legion, along with some opportunities for you to be of service to your brothers and sisters in arms. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner Radio on Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. And I have a great guest with me today, a man I respect, the American Legion National Commander, Vincent J., and he likes to be called Jim, Triola. And he is a busy guy. It's really hard to catch him, but he's willing to come on the air with us for a few minutes. So, Commander, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Bill. Appreciate it. Give us a little background on what it takes to be a national commander of one of these big organizations. You know, uh, I'm glad you asked that question because uh, this job entails 300, between 300 and 330 days of travel within uh, wow. one year. <laughs> So some people might think you're crazy, but it's a uh, it's a humbling uh, year. I got to tell you that, you know, you travel state to state, go to some countries, visiting troops, visiting small communities, visiting posts all throughout those communities and seeing what they do to make us so strong at the national level. All starts at the grassroots level. And I wouldn't have it any other way. It's uh, yeah, it's uh, travel is can be grinding, but uh what you put into it is what you get out of it. And uh, I can tell you that very proud to serve, very proud of what our legionnaires are doing out there, what our military is doing out there. We visit a lot of military bases and uh, it doesn't bother me at all. It gets tiresome at times, but it's uh, well worth it. I think recently or within the last couple of months, you've been to the White House, Macron, when he was here. Of course, you have a real connection with France. The American Legion does. The American Legion started out in France, in Paris, France, uh, 103 years ago. We've got a, a very good uh, connection with France. Uh, we visit there quite often when we go to, uh, on D-Day, we go over there, Normandy Beach, Utah Beach, and we honor those who fell on those beaches. Ter- terrible thing. But we enjoy a great relationship with France, and uh, it's where it all started. That's where we, uh, that's, what, that's, our birth- that's our birthplace. So uh, we're very proud of the relationship we have with France. I think as a Navy guy, going to Pearl Harbor on Pearl Harbor Day would be quite a thing, too. It's uh, it's a day that we honor all those who fell on that terrible day. You know, that's really what got us into World War II. 
Couldn't be prouder to go over there and represent the American Legion at that ceremony, as well as uh, meeting. I enjoy uh, meeting with the military, meeting with the troops, seeing what's on their minds and uh, and just mingling with them, because I think it's uh, it's important that we show that, number one, we're advocates for them and to make sure that they're getting what they expect and, and uh, we make sure they're getting what we expect. So, you know, strong national defense is uh, one of our pillars and uh, we just want to make sure that whatever troops are serving out there, they're best equipped and they're, they're getting uh, everything they deserve as far as protection, benefits, things of, things of that nature. You know, I've been a member of the Legion now for 42, 43 years somewhere. I belong to several other veterans groups, but I think it's very, very important that there's only 7 million of us that ever served in uniform that are still living right now yeah. or somewhere in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. If we don't stand together, we'll certainly fall apart. And the Legion is one of the great knitters that brings us together. Absolutely. And, you, you know, uh, we advocate on Capitol Hill all the time. Uh, we have a staff down in Washington that helps us out in a they lobby up in uh, on Capitol Hill and the veteran service organizations, you know, we're not really in competition with them. We, you know, we, uh, we actually work very well together with them on Capitol Hill. If we're meeting with the Senate on a, a certain bill or a leg- piece of legislation that we're trying to put forward, we meet as a, a unit with the other veteran service organizations. It's strength in numbers. I, I know the DAV works closely with the Legion because here in our area, the service officers belong to both the DAV and the American Legion. So we kind of get a twofer with it. We absolutely do. Our veteran service officers do a lot of work out of all the organizations, especially the American Legion. You know, millions and millions of dollars of claims we, we process every year for, for veterans in need. And they're all accredited by the VA. They train properly. They know how to get through the, you know, I, I don't want to call it the bureaucracy of the VA, but it's a lot easier to get through the VA with a veteran service officer than oh, yes. if, you try to go, if you try to go through it yourself, you know, on a one-on-one with the VA. So I tell people all the time, don't try to operate on yourself. I don't care how good a doctor you are. <laughs> That's true. Get in there and find one of these people. We're lucky in the area that I live in here in Tampa. We've got 104,000 veterans in this county. We're one of the three largest counties in the nation. Mm -hmm. And we've got some beautiful service people who are out there constantly helping vets with their uh, VSO. But uh, we need these organizations and we need people to go up on the hill like the American Legion. Yep. Now, right now you have a project and... Within the past week, I set up and helped run a seminar on uh, mental health for the VA. And one of the topics that we talked about was veteran suicide. And you have an initiative there. We do. You know, if I can give you share some numbers with you. Since 9-11, 125,000 veterans have taken their own lives. That's a, a crazy number when you consider that that's more, that's more people have died than, than died in those wars, you know, coming up from uh, World War II. Right now, it's roughly about 6,000 a year. So the National American Legion, uh, a couple, about three years ago, started a national initiative called Be the One. And we started at the national level, but now we're, we're bringing it down to the grassroots level. So the national level, 
we uh, got into sports sponsorship of our Indy race car. And uh, there's a household name in NASCAR, Jimmy Johnson. He used to drive for them. Now he's driving for IndyCar. And we sponsored a car so we can get the veteran suicide awareness out there into the general public. And that uh, has been a huge success for us. But to get down into the nuts and bolts of the actual campaign, what we're doing is we have 12,200 Legion posts all across the world. And what we're doing is we're making them into uh, resource centers for veterans in their own communities through a peer-to-peer program. So we have a uh, conversation. We start with a veteran. We call it a buddy check. It's a well-being check. I like that. Yeah, we check with them, check in with them. And there's nothing better for a veteran that's in need when another veteran calls them up. You know, we welcome community members to do it as well, but it's a peer-to-peer program. We ask them how they're doing. We ask the posts that they identify resources within their own communities that we can get that veteran instant help you know, there, there could be times where a veteran needs a, a mental health specialist and the VA may say, well, we can get you in in six to seven weeks. In some cases, and I'm not saying the VA is doing a bad job, you know, but they have their staff shortages as well. What I'm saying is that if we can get that veteran help before that VA help starts, that's a big plus. You know, because the longer we wait and the longer that veteran has to wait, wait the more chances are that that veteran, depending on what, what's wrong, could actually wind up taking our own lives. It de- develops into a catastrophe. So we've uh, identified the resources within the community. We're inviting veterans and their families into posts. So maybe somebody in the unit, We there's another piece of this though, Bill, is uh, there's a stigma of a veteran stepping forward for help. We need to remove that stigma because if that stigma doesn't get removed, we're backpedaling. We're not gonna be able to solve this problem. So we're hoping with the camaraderie that we offer as veterans, because Basically, we all talk the same talk that we can get a trusting relationship between that veteran and somebody in a Legion post and know that it's a safe haven. There won't be any repercussions because a lot of them have a stigma of, you know, I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to lose my family. I'm going to lose my kids. We don't want that. We want that buddy to stay with that veteran throughout the process. And hopefully we can turn it around. One life a day is what we're looking to do. A mentor program. Yes. Don't concentrate on how many you taking their lives every day, concentrate on saving that one veteran's life. And that's what it's all about. And we'll all be better off for it. The symposium that I just did with the VA was for mental health professionals to come in outside the VA and come in and learn the things that the VA knew. And much of what you're talking about, it must have rubbed off on the VA. Yes. These are the things that, in fact, they're preaching out there today. And I, I think it's a wonderful thing. And this, uh, one of the things, obviously, that we've got to watch for, and many of our Legion members are older, is the delayed PTSD, which is a whole different game. And it's attacking people that are, are in their 60s, 70s, who've lived a very fruitful life. Yes, it's true. And, and you know, the, the, there's another piece of this, too. Active duty military members are also at risk for taking their own lives. That's happening as well. Yes. I think that if we work with the military, and I know the military has already started giving these veterans help, at least now when they step forward and they they tell it, you know, they tell their units the problems they're having, the military is actually sending them into behavioral therapy now so that that'll help when uh, that that member transitions out of the service. Well, the American Legion has been a leader in a lot of things, 
that have transposed American society, like the GI Bill. Uh, you folks were the ones that really pushed that through. There's so many things. If someone wants to be a member of the Legion, what do you suggest they do? Uh, you know, a lot of places don't have posts anymore. They're meeting in various buildings, but how do they get in touch with the American Legion? They can go to our national website, uh, www.legion.org. There's a uh, become a member page on that site, and they can join through there, and they can either be connected with a national uh, holding post or they can be connected with a community, uh, a post in the community, and they can get all that information on that page. And it also shows on those pages what the benefits of the Legion are, what we do for for our four pillars for the you know national security and the veterans affairs rehabilitation, children, youth programs, and Americanism. So there's so much information on those pages. I think that if a veteran looks at that, they'd be quite surprised. I think we're the best kept secret in town. We've got about two minutes, and I'm sure I haven't asked you everything you wanted to ask, but is there something that in that two minutes that we can share with our audience that would be something you really want to get across? Yes, there is a piece of legislation that passed back in August uh, called the PACT Act. I'm sure you've heard that. That's a toxic uh, burn, t toxic exposure bill. And that's passed the Senate and it's, uh, it is now law. And the, uh, the VA, VA is expected to start processing claims in January. So what we want to make sure from the American Legion side is, is that program is implemented properly and that we don't wind up in a situation where those veterans, there's 3.5 million of them that are possibly exposed to those toxic chemicals, that they're getting their claims uh, processed on a timely basis, that the, the funding is not tied up, that, you know, that uh, we don't wind up with backlogs. You know, sometimes you get backlogs on claims at the VA. We want to make sure that the implementation of that goes, goes right because those veterans waited. Some of them waited since 50, 60 years ago. There is things from Vietnam in that bill. There's things for World War II in that bill. It's it's uh, it's it's absolutely amazing. But uh, I'm glad that legislation passed, and uh, there's a lot of deserving veterans out there. They've been waiting for years for for uh, not only the health care, but some uh, some of them uh, compensation related to that. Commander Triola, I thank you so much for being with me, and I want to thank John too on your staff there. He works his tail off to get me in to get a time. And I really appreciate it. I just think the American Legion is a wonderful place. One last thing that I ask all my people of influence. We have a lot of people out here who say, well, I don't need it. So I'm not going to go to the VA and take money away from those who do need it. People, that's not true, right? You don't take anything away from anybody else because you go in yourself. You know, when you join the uh, military, you, you raise your hand, you take the oath. And you're, you'll die for the country if you have to. And it's uh, not something you should have to ask for. It's a benefit to you. You've earned. It's a respect. And it's it's something you shouldn't feel guilty about. It's absolutely uh, correct. They deserve those benefits. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Commander Triola, American Legion National Commander. Very busy guy. And I appreciate the time you've given us. Remember, you're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know, and we'll catch you again very soon on Veterans Corner Radio. Thank you, Bill. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. 
You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Before we go, here's a quick final thought. Why not take a minute to follow or mark Veterans Corner radio podcasts as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be among the first to be notified when new episodes of the podcast are released. And thanks for listening to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts.